One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. This episode of Palapalooza is sponsored by Rock and Roll San Diego. Rock and Roll San Diego offers rehearsal rooms, video production, recording studios, lessons, rentals, repairs, and more. A big thanks to Shannon and the crew at Rock and Roll San Diego for teaming up with Palapalooza. Learn more at rockandrollsandiego.com. Dude, how do you pronounce your name? Is it? Keevan. 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 Okay, so the like, A is the A just throws you off a I little know. bit. Everybody really? likes to say Kevin or Ke- Ke- I was thinking Kevon. Yeah, it's actually no. pronounced Kevon on no. his, his uh, on his person. Okay, so this is I talked to his mom just the other day. So yeah. mom, what was mom thinking? She's yeah, liked Kevon. Kevin, but liked to be wow. unique. So my name was Kevon. it was Kevin <laughs> when I was a baby, and then my dad was like, "Nah, we don't want a junior." So his dad's name. They changed oh, it no to shit. they changed it to Kevin. Okay. So yeah, I've had that problem my whole life, just explaining why my name is what it is. <laughs> so, Keevan and Doug, Silent Vice, welcome, dudes. Thank you. Alternative metal is that how you describe your sound? Yeah, I guess. I, so. I guess so. If you were if you were gonna lump it into a genre, I guess that would be the one. This new single, I'm kind of getting like a Tool vibe. Yeah, I mean we we kind of grew up, which is a good thing. Yeah, we <laughs> we thank you. Yeah, we grew up playing a lot of Tool covers, and that's kind of how we started as a band. Was just covering tool and i think we we've kind of we've gone away from that a little bit you know like trying to find our own sound but it's still one of our biggest influences oh yeah yeah who are some other influences um deftones. yeah deftones, deftones is a, are big deftones is a big one um i think for me lincoln park has always been a huge influence yeah. vocally mm-hmm. um tesseract uh, yeah well, all those kind of gent metal bands are a low-key influence on me but right. just in a different way because i mean you've you've seen us before i think yeah. and, you know so i played eight, yeah yeah so Super good so I, I play an eight string right so yeah you're crazy man. yeah so you, six is enough for me dude. yeah i don't those, blame you those bottom three are enough for me man no. <laughs> exactly <laughs> um but you know i think take we've taken a lot of influence from just those like gen bands like what tesseract periphery all those guys just in the way that you know you kind of have to play those low range guitars right um so there's that and then for me it's just the deftones too like deftones that's big they're so good i know so and that's steph carpenter i play his signature guitar i'm a total rip Do off you? steph rip off yeah 100 percent. shove it <laughs> shove it to me is like just the ultimate song man yeah get you yeah. fired up at the gym and stuff you know have you gone to their festival that they do they did is a couple the of them. thing yeah the no i haven't i've seen it though you should go to it next time it's pretty did, cool did you guys go yeah it's pretty wicked have you been to any big shows since COVID? Yeah. We just went to Tool uh, Wednesday, yeah. this past Wednesday. Did yeah. you really? Where mm-hmm. was that yeah. at? Uh, BA House Arena. Okay, yeah. cool. Awesome. So all inside, and it seems like everything's kind of back to normal, yeah. huh? Yeah. At least yeah. headed there? Yeah, I don't think people are as concerned as uh, they let on. <laughs> yeah, it's starting you know? to get Omicron's old. not as scary as the <laughs> yeah, Delta. Because yeah, there, there was a lot of people there, so. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. It was fun, though. How was your show? You're fresh off your show at uh, Navajo Live, right? Right up yeah, the street? Yeah, that was sick. It was awesome, yeah. yeah. Some people showed up and everything? Yeah. yeah. So good. That's always good. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a couple of shows. We're doing that basically that yeah. same show at February on February 5th at uh, BNS Brewing. And Sick, right here in uh, Santee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the cool thing about these shows, we're playing with our buddies that are in a cover band called Passengers, and they play like yeah. Deftones, Tool, right. and just good Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, covers. Yeah, covers. Right. So 
you know, they just say, the venue says, hey, here, fill three hours. Right. You know, so, Dang. I mean, cool. so they can play like two and then we you can play the like an hour. And last time their singer got COVID actually before the show. So COVID, then, what's that? Yeah, <laughs> right. I know. Um, yeah, that's been happening. Yeah. So he had to bail, but what happened was it just meant we got to play more because they lost some of the songs. So right. they're, so Keevan actually got on stage with them and sang some songs and right it was on. awesome, man. Was yeah, fun. we emptied the tank that we night. We did. For sure. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> we played for we like played an hour and a half. everything we know. <laughs> yep. Does your voice start to feel it after an hour? Yeah, well, I was, I mean, I was just running on adrenaline at that yeah. point, you know, because I, I was, you know, we, we did our hour plus set and then I hopped on for probably eight songs of theirs and then I was fine and then, you know, the adrenaline kind of wears off and you're like, okay, that's, yeah. that was a lot, you know, totally. that's a lot. I'm yeah. not like a touring, you know, lead singer. I mean, you know, I play one show a month, so it's like, I know it's a bro. lot. <laughs> I, I, I think I blew out my voice on like song number four one time. Yeah. You know, just not again, again, you're a strong vocalist, dude. But again, it's like you can rehearse in a little studio, but it's, it's hard for me personally to rehearse for a live show. There's just elements. There's mm -hmm. the heat. There's yeah. the adrenaline, like you said. Moving around, like, and you know, you're practicing. You're not like jumping up and down. You know, like when I'm on stage, I'm like, I'm performing. So it's, totally, it's there. It's a different kind of you know atmosphere right. to be in. But yeah, yeah, the adrenaline helps a lot. I will say, you know, like <laughs> once once it kind of gets pumping and you're you're in, into it, you kind of get into a groove. But uh, yeah, it's the next day. It's like, wow, that was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> I remember driving around in the car with you the next day. I'm like, even why are you whispering? I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yep. The tea helps, right? Yeah. I use yeah. some throat coat up on stage, you know, and honey and stuff like that. Oh, you do you do uh, like on stage? You drink tea? Yeah, oh. and especially before. I get in my head. Okay. I don't yeah. know if you do. But uh, even mainly shows, but sometimes recording, I will, the, the psychosomatics of it will literally create throat problems. Yeah. Just overthinking it. Yeah. It's probably just, I've heard that from other singers too, but uh, do you ever experience anything like that? I do. I don't experience it as much for live, but I yeah. do like recording sometimes when we're doing, you know, vocal takes and then, yeah. you know, I just kind of get in my own head about how I'm sounding and then I'm like, my throat kind of, I don't know, just... It's like doesn't relax how right. I want it to, but live, I don't know. I just to me, it's like it's I've, something that I've done for a long time, and it's just like the the performance of it kind of brings me into like a different place where I'm like, all right, I'm good, totally. you know. But yeah. everybody's different. You guys are good live. I've seen you at the Moreau. You killed it there. Thank uh, you. Is it the Moreau or Marrow? It's the Moreau, according to Tim Piles and like everyone else. That, yeah, yeah, trust Moreau. Tim. I, I know. Whatever Tim the says. The mayor of local music. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you guys have been together since 2010. Is that right? Yeah. Probably. I yeah. think, yeah, like probably 20, 2009, 2010, I, I, around yeah, there. Actually, yeah. earlier, yeah. I mean, we, we jammed for the first time when we were 15, so that was 13 years ago. So the two of you are the only original members? And or? Alex, the drummer. The drummer, okay. Yeah, yeah. Solid so. drummer, too. You yeah. want to you want to give Alex some love? Yeah, yeah. Alex. And Where are you, Alex? No, <laughs> he's probably at home in bed. You want to uh, bang on a cajon today, bro? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Alex is awesome. He also does like all of our recording and and producing on all the records. So it's, really, yeah, he does a lot of work for the band, like behind the scenes. He wears a lot of hats. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's, so he's the he's the psycho one in the band that always makes things happen. Yeah, you know, it's everybody yeah. needs one of those people who just like is constantly like we can do this better. Or let's do this thing. Like, what if we do this? Like, da, 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 da. He's like the idea yeah, guy. Yeah, he, so. he he pushes us a lot. Yeah. Cool. to be better and sound better so mm -hmm. 
Is he a professional engineer? Because your no. recordings definitely don't sound oh. DIY. Dude. He could be though if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah. we, I keep telling him, man. Just well, over time, it's like he's. I mean, he, he's been doing it. We've been releasing songs for what ten years. Yeah. So he's just been doing it over time, and he's started kind of investing in courses and things where he can actually get some professional training from it. Um, so he's just gotten better and better and better and better and better and better over time. And with that also just investing in gear. So now we have like some nicer compressors and like right. better mixers and that sort of thing. And we put sound treatment up in around, uh, in our little studio. Have you been there before? I don't think I don't so. Think you have. Where's that at? It's over in Miramar. It's like the tiny little like uh, universal sound. Oh yeah, yeah, I used to record there back in like 1998. <laughs> yep. Yeah, dating myself. <laughs> yeah, right so. there by the furniture store. Or exactly. Something, right. Exactly. Yeah, in the back, you mm -hmm. kind of go towards the back still, or it's am I just thinking back in there. One? It's you're thinking of the right place. Okay. You're thinking of the yeah. right place. But yeah, okay. so we have this tiny little room. It's about the size of this space right here. You know, sure. it's 10, mm -hmm. 10, 15 feet by yeah. eight feet. But we put up sound treatment and everything, and that was all him and. Right. Yeah, it was Helps a whole project. Good. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you micing up cabs or are you going direct? Micing everything. Yeah, well, cool. Yeah, we did something really cool that was fun with the bass tone. We did. I have a um, Earthquaker devices Swiss things, right. just like a big splitter basically, and um, we ran the bass into that, ran one side of it to the amp, mic that, cranked up like the. He's got one of those dark glass pedals and everything, just super grindy. And then we ran one straight DI into the computer and put like a sans amp bass tone on it. There you go came out great but nice yeah all the power from our recording is all bass you know i can't take much credit on guitar really it's seriously is like all huge jt sound is massive so wow awesome two guitarists just one just one just one just eight me. strings though yeah so one and a half no. yeah actually true <laughs> it sounds solid i mean we're recording ready set survive and we just go direct kemper you know but i, oh, I, that I don't sounds know so good though but yeah. i feel like it it lacks i don't know what are your thoughts on that can, can you emulate I think you, know, you can if you get like a really good speaker or like a cab simulator. And, right. Uh, you know, I feel like you can but, in this day and age. Yeah, I think you sometimes can. I think I don't know. Maybe it's just a mental thing. Like, I feel like you get more balls out of miking up a cab. I think so, too. I think it's the yeah. room because when yeah. you get the cab kind of shaking, it kind of like as long as you have a decent room. Right. Like you're going to get just more power from it. Like there's a reason why, you know professional bands set up a speaker like or a cab like in the middle of a big room and crank it as loud as they can yeah. you know that's just gets something special out of it it's totally. part of, and then you know if you want to put a room mic in there but i mean the technology now is so crazy like i, I don't even i've never even tried one of those so like, take All what right. i'm saying with a grain of salt like I, I don't know i'm sure it sounds great i'm sure it sounds fine we'll see yeah what are you what are you guys doing are you guys gonna drop some new music soon or? we got a four song ep coming man and Sweet. uh before summer so cool yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah it should be cool forward to it is it still you mo and sean yeah, and then we have uh, Scott Zilla, but he's on uh, the East Coast. So, yeah. you know, when he comes out, we'll play a show kind of thing. Uh, it is cool having him. We miss you, Scott. I used to book shows with, or I shouldn't say, yeah. I, we used to book shows with him at the Epicenter yep. when we were like 17 years old. Dude, totally. Yeah, and he was always really cool, really good to us. He was like the head booking guy there back in what, early 2000s? Something like that. A lot yeah. of connections. It was like the first place we played. Yeah, that's rad. So a couple new singles, You and Control, released in 2021. Yep. What was the COVID year all, all about for you? 2020, writing? Yeah. Uh, any live streams? We No, we didn't do any live streams. We wanted to. We just never did it. But, I mean, 2020 for us was mostly about, like, we had probably about eight songs, eight new songs after Ultraviolet. And then yeah. we were like, well, we can't play shows, so let's let's just, like, make an album. Let's just, yeah. you know, so we I think we wrote three more songs during that time, and kind of worked out the kinks and the other ones and then we just started like end of 2020 
um, started recording for the new album. So nice. that's yeah. what we, you know, COVID obviously sucked. Not being able to play shows is, you know, that's that's what it's all about. But we were able to take advantage of the the extra time. Right. So, what's your writing process like? What's first step? Usually, it's it's honestly it's usually like a, a riff or a beat. Like it's it's pretty okay. much it usually always starts with with Alex and Doug. Um, oh, okay. They make kind of you know Doug will come up with a riff. Alex kind of comes up with a beat, or Alex will come up with a riff too. He's he's those are the up. ones that actually seem to come out the best because yeah. he's got like the brain for his drum part. Right, and then he's like, "You play this riff," and I hear him playing. I'm like, "That's like the goofiest, dumbest riff," and then it turns out <laughs> awesome once he brings the beat. And I'm like, "Okay, I was wrong here." Bring the beat in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, absolutely. Yeah, a little biscuit, right? <laughs> I feel like that's a good way to do it. I, th- it I think a lot of people come on here and say that they start with vocals on an acoustic, but I feel like bass and dr- guitar and drums is like the foundation of the band, right? Like the the, the structure. Yeah, that's just always how we've done it. I'll wait until the the melodies of the you know the the guitar and everything, the bass are are written and then i'll start putting my parts over it um that's just kind of how we've we've always done it just works that way for us right yeah kind of get yeah like a little bit of like structure to the song and then once keevan starts coming on top of it that's when we start shifting parts around there you go you know like oh keevan your parts sound really good here like he's like oh i need an extra bar here or like right. you know little stuff like that we'll kind of shift the song and make the vocals work yeah. um, but yeah it's kind of like one of those things where we all kind of put our little piece in and then finally oh. at the very end we all bring it all together so um, but it is fun. Works. Pouring out in a sea of light. You have a really strong voice, Kevin. What's your vocal background besides ten years with Silent Vice? <laughs> um, well, thank you. Um, I I mean, I started like when I was really young doing like theater stuff with with my dad. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I did like a lot of musical stuff. Then I joined choir, middle school, high school, ah. did choir. And high school was really, I was, that's kind of where it like kind of took off for me. It was like, I started taking voice lessons. I started going to all these like festivals and stuff with choir. So like, that's kind of how I built how I sing. And then joining Silent Vice, we started doing tool covers. So then I started kind of, ah. yeah, I started, you know, like the heavy part of the, my voice kind of started developing a little right. bit more. And, and I've just kind of gone from there. Just, I've taken voice lessons with, uh, Dan from Tesseract and I've had different vocal teachers throughout like the last you know 10-15 years but very cool yeah that's just you know just started really young and kind of kept growing and growing and doing different styles and now I'm here it shows thank you and your recordings and live and yeah. uh, I feel like you did it the right way you learned probably about breathing right with yeah. choir and yeah. your diaphragm and maybe not tone but how to control and then came the tone right? yeah yeah whereas other people i feel like they just want to you know they want to sound like billy joe or they want to you know right. they, they start with tone and don't learn those sort of fundamentals right yeah, that's that's the most important especially like control be controlling your breathing totally. and and you know yeah. knowing when to breathe and and staggering your breaths throughout you know how you phrase your words it's it's something that you kind of learn by doing after for you know a long time so that's definitely for me the most important part of of just vocal training yeah it's just breathing totally yeah, yeah. solid band good sound uh, good recordings <laughs> uh, you. when was Thank your first you release it. was it about 2010 oh man we did should we look on spotify <laughs> i don't even think I it's think on spotify yeah uh, i think some stuff on like Bandcamp or uh, uh yeah should be our, our first ep i think is on Bandcamp. we is did it when we did the studio west no the demo was i don't think you'll find that anywhere we did a yeah. demo 
we paid like f- I don't know fourteen fifteen hundred dollars for three songs <laughs> and it sounded okay, but we were so young and yeah. and you know amateurs, so it's like I think the first thing we have that that like we released is probably from twenty eleven. Okay. Or that sounds right. Or what, twenty. What first world problems yeah <laughs> okay yeah it's funny because like over time you know we started so young right so sometimes we look back at these songs and we kind of cringe a little bit <laughs> they are fun they're fun to play and fun to listen to and all that stuff but over time our band sound has really shifted into you know different uh areas where now oh. we're now we're at the point where i think we've kind of found our sound like what we're going to sound like um, so all that old stuff is like you can go find it but it's not on our spotify or anything like that just because it's that it doesn't really sound like us, and we wrote it with a different bass player. Oh, okay. At the time. So, like, our band now is with JT and then us three. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's now with the eight string and, like, that yeah. whole thing. It's like, that's our sound now. So. You love that eight string, don't I you? I do, man. What, I do. What's your guitar that you have? Uh, it's an LTD. I forget what model it is. Oh, but yeah. It's, it's those, the, are, those are rad. I'm yeah. actually using that in our recording. No way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love it. I love, the, I love everything about it, man. It's a great guitar. Really I, good guitars. I got the Fishman Fluence pickups in it, the Steph Carpenter custom ones. Or, there you uh, go. What, what are his? Model, signature model sure and those things rip man they just absolutely rip i oh my god yeah yeah it's wild so we call his guitar dorothy because it's got oh, this yeah. it's like a red sparkly <laughs> like it looks like finish on it. yeah it looks like her shoes it's nice. great it looks great on stage the and door. you have the new taylor hanging there uh, we're yeah. gonna shoot some video of a song uh for you guys here shortly what song are you guys doing we're gonna do um ultraviolet actually okay, which cool. is the title track from our last ep yeah just uh just sounds good man i don't know it's just that song is just just sounds good do you guys no do acoustic what. stuff often? never that's why we're yeah doing that yeah song. we were we were like what what song could we do from the new album and it's just like i don't know we just no. nothing nothing worked as well so we were just like you know what ultra everybody like our fans all know ultraviolet so yeah. Yeah. Cool. they'll be they'll be stoked cool yeah. try to get a good recording of it here yeah. and uh I hope some so. good video yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean it's, it's definitely tough to get anything from an eight string to an acoustic guitar <laughs> right it's like completely different tuning and so Are you, we'll see is it, it oh so yeah. is it standard plus what is the tuning on an eight string so the top six strings that are yeah. our normal guitar and then you have two lower ones that are up top on does that make sense sure like yeah, lower so, octaves or is yeah, yeah. So that you have your standard guitar, and then you have yep. B, and then an F sharp above that. So it's low, gotcha, low, right? So, but what I do is I tune the F sharp down to an E. So it's kind of like starting from the top of the guitar. It's E B E, which sets oh, up. So you can just bar it, right? You bar it, so it sets up kind of like a drop D sound. Sweet. So, so it's cool, but you can also stack two more strings on top. So you got like a bar chord and two more. Right. And it's just five string power chord. Pretty cool. Rad. And then what I do that it's actually kind of weird. So normally when you have an A string like that. The six strings, you, that's where all your chord formations are, right? Like right. a normal six string guitar. So you're comfortable there. You can play a C, like all that stuff. But what happened when I was playing the guitar like that, it kind of ended up being I'm either playing low power chords and I'm chugging around or low single string, or I'm playing it like a six string. And I didn't really like that because it kind of cornered me, you know, on one or the other on any given song. So it either sounds like, I don't know, it just didn't sound like sure. what I wanted to do. And I didn't want to be like a one trick pony playing down there. Right. Um, just the low stuff. So what I did was, I tuned the G string to F sharp, which by bringing that a half huh. step down, it changes all your chord formations from that top six strings to the middle six strings, if that makes sense. So then technically it turned it into like huh. a B, like baritone guitar. So I'm playing it like a B, the B string, the second string is my main string. Right. And then I have the low one when I want it and I have an extra higher one that I probably never play. But So are bar chords the same? 
Yeah. So you can still bar it even with that F sharp. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like the third from the top or from the bottom. Right. So right. it just, all it does is just change the formations of all your chords. Right. You know, like instead of having like the G where it's like the fourth fret and then the open string, mm -hmm. it, now it's like one lower. Oh. So it just, it just moved all those chord formations into a place where I could kind of combine them with the lower, you know, single string stuff that I'm playing. And it kind of opened up the guitar for me where I felt like I was playing the whole guitar instead of just playing one right. section of it or another. And I, that was a game changer for the writing process for that's us. That's awesome. That's when we started doing like ultraviolet. And yeah. I hope you have a lot of like guitar nerds that listen to this yeah. podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's my, that's well, my rant. I'll, if I'll we take my don't, soapbox. they've tuned out already. No. <laughs> Was Sean Drake playing with you guys for a little bit? Yeah, he filled he in for us for um, a couple shows. Cool. Yeah, we because we we've transitioned through a lot of different bass players. Yeah. Like I think we we're on our fourth. And shout out to JT because yeah. um, JT is awesome. He's yeah. he's the man. But so that's been that sort of revolving <laughs> position. It is. Yeah, but we found uh, JT's the guy though. Yeah, right on, dude. I, we played with Sean. You know, for he be you know he he filled in. He wasn't like a you know like a band member. He wasn't like you know in the yeah. in the writing process but he was i recall that he filled he, in he, on a couple shows yeah well, he was the yeah. only one who could play the parts because <laughs> yeah. like we had the bass player before he was this guy who was just like really like math brain genius guy and he was writing all kinds of crazy stuff and i, I remember we saw sean play, sean play with you guys yeah and um i was like i think he can actually play these parts so i remember i was like sean will you just come play for us yeah right. we tried to get we tried yeah. to get sean before he tried to steal him yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, man, like, i understand come man here. he is solid we, yeah. we get a lot of compliments like yeah, uh, about sean's yeah. bass playing i love watching him recordings play. and videos it's yeah. it's always the bass player is the best in this band <laughs> for sure and we're like yeah you're right whatever <laughs> It's okay. Hey, Mo's killing it too. Sean's I solid. see uh, yeah. Mo's videos he's putting on Instagram, all his drum covers and stuff. Yeah, dude. I'm like, yeah, he's rocking. It's called Mo Cowbell. So shout yeah. out to Mo. He's doing <laughs> yeah. like uh, covers and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I know his backcountry cover got like a lot of streams. He's doing yeah. pretty good. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Mo, man. I used to see him around PB all the time. Is he still living over there? Yeah. He's a PB yeah. head. Yeah. Down in, yep, down in PB. I would yeah. run into him at Caspi Bar and Grill all the time. I'd be walking around PBL. There's Mo. What's yeah, up, Mo? he's an alcoholic. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, in PB, being at a bar isn't that, that weird. <laughs> he's in his 20s, and yeah. he's uh, enjoying it down there, dude. But, uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, shout out Mo, Sean. Uh, what are some local bands? I see you rocking a Undertaking shirt. Love oh, those guys. I love the Undertaking, man. Austin and all those dudes. The Any? sweetest guys you ever meet. And Absolutely. Such goofballs on stage. I love it. <laughs> Such scary music, but like total sweethearts, right? They're just the nicest guys, man. Totally. Every time, every time we play with them, and it's always been a blast because they they draw they they draw a good crowd and yep. And then uh, Raya too is another oh, another band we played with a couple of times. It's really really good, and they actually came. A couple of their guys came out to our last show just just to be I there. So that was that was awesome. So yeah, how yeah. do you spell that? R e y a h. Okay, I'll check them out. Insert yeah. them now. They've got this uh, lead singer guy. I think his name's James. So I apologize if I got your name wrong, buddy. But I, he moved to Seattle or somewhere. So, um, but he's got this really, really cool sound. That's it's almost like if you took like a progressive like Rush guitar sound. Wow. With like 
Danzig vocals. It's like totally <laughs> weird. Yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. interesting. And he shreds on guitar, and the other guy plays a seven string, and he plays a six. It's like totally wicked cool band. Super, and they're yeah. great guys. Yeah. So shout out we love playing with them. Yeah. Who else have we played with? I mean, we played with you guys, of course. That's mm-hmm. great. We saw uh, what was that Metalo Metalo Mage or something? We saw them with uh, Shiner the other oh, yeah, night. They were Metal, really Metalatage. They don't even know how to say their own name. Yeah, they were so. like, we don't know how to say our names. So. <laughs> but those guys were sick. It's it's like Metalatage. Metalatage. Metallica. They were yeah. They're just Are they like, originals? Yeah, yeah. they're okay. just like rock, just like some dudes rocking. How like, do you spell that? I have, I have no, no idea. idea. Like, Metalatage. I think it's like M A T. I'll try. No, I'll try. It's M A T E. Metal. Okay. L O T A G E. Okay. Metal metalage, metalage. It was it, like metalatubbies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't feel bad because even on stage they were making jokes. How like funny! This. Yeah. Okay, so that was cool. I mean, we, we try to play with as many people as we can. Yeah, um, and we'll play with anybody. And you know, it's like I feel like we don't have like a like a specific like we were talking sure. about our genre earlier. It's mm-hmm. like alternative metal. Like I don't really know. So we kind of fit with anybody. Fit in with like the Undertaking and oh, yeah. like uh, Ready Set Survive, like punk yeah, rock. So it's kind of cool. I yeah. swear we we played that show it was us you guys and the undertaker Maybe i'm pretty, other, I'm pretty yeah, sure that? i'm pretty sure me. Yeah, yeah i think the, so the Marrow, yeah oh yeah you're right the first time the i saw the undertaking was uh at the Moreau, and it was i was blown away yeah, yeah like austin was on the floor with his mic you know yeah. pushing people around and yeah. like the guitarist was on his shoulders and yeah i was just like wow that this is how you put on a show this is how you put on a show yeah he's he's something else i remember my favorite moment was when he was screaming it he pulled some guy out of the the fan, like the the crowd, and screamed into his mouth, like it was so aggressive. And I was cracking before up. COVID, right? Yeah, I don't even know. Maybe it was probably pretty close. Oh, he but. would go to jail if he did that now, dude. No. Yeah. Right to jail, right away. And then of course he's jumping all over the stage. And then you talk to him after. He's like, "Oh, hey man, how's it going?" Like super, super nice chill, guy. super nice guy. They're all nice guys. And I know they're with the label Solid State Records. Solid State, based That's out wicked. of Washington. That's actually a really cool thing. I feel like you don't get to see that very often where it's like a band that you play with that you know the guys and mm-hmm. you get to see them actually kind of get like a bit of a blast off you know totally and i was like so happy for that man and just like totally deserve it absolutely so absolutely deserving of it yeah they do yeah and their record is killer it's insane it's insane and their their video work that they put out yeah shout yeah. out to the undertaking solid yeah. solid band yeah really yep yeah they better come back to san diego and play with us i want to play with them again Oh yeah. yeah, they just did. I did a Plop Loses show at uh, the Holding Company. I've done a couple, oh, really? and they were on the bill. Sweet. Yeah, they yeah. they ended the night, and he was doing pull ups from the rafters, Sounds and it was right. just insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your venue of choice here in San Diego? We play uh, we play brick by brick a lot. Yeah, and I mean the, we get some really good shows there, like opening for for national bands. Rad. Um, Who hooks that up? Shannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're in it pretty good with her. Yeah, um, we've played good. a lot of shows there, and we always bring a good crowd. So I mean we're we're in good standing with Brick. Um, we we're actually trying to get booked at the Holding Company too. I'm trying to yeah, work on oh, that. I can put you in touch for sure. Yeah, yeah please I, do. I, That'd I be great. Up, I That's did hit Jake. up the guy, Jakovic, Jake from Jake. Uh, the Kel Bordell. All right. yeah. Yeah. And he uh, runs Mannequin Vanity Records and just oh. a super cool guy cool. and like no BS. He'll he'll get you on a bill. And probably yeah. it might be like a Sunday or Thursday or something like that. Whatever. But yeah, we've always wanted to play there. And I actually haven't even been there since it was remodeled, so I definitely want to check it out. Okay. Um but I also want to say that we played a great show at seven ten yeah, Beach dude. Club. Yeah, that, that place was, was awesome. So we wanna play there again for sure. It's smaller too, um, right? Yeah. You guys into like cool. this brick by brick is hard to pack out, huh? Unless you are playing with the national. Yeah, like you said, 
We usually, I mean, we usually can draw like, I don't know, 30 to 50, depending yeah. on, the, on the night of the week to Brick, you know, especially if it's like a national touring, you know, act. We've like, we opened for uh, Soulfly. Oh, that was sick. Uh, yeah, a couple months fun. ago. Very and cool. it was like, we were the first band and it was pretty, yeah, they showed up early a lot people. of people. So yeah, that was those cool. are the shows, like, even though it's like, kind of, it's a shorter set, like you get like 30 minutes, but it's, right. you're playing for a lot of people. So yeah, it's, yeah. Cool. it's a trade off. Yeah. Is your following still coming out during COVID or have you lost some? Have you lost some people? I feel like we've kind of built a little bit. I mean, we, we yeah. were definitely on a roll there. Like once we released Ultraviolet, like late 2019, we were kind of playing a lot of shows and, you know, we, we, we definitely built a bigger following and I don't know we tried to, we tried to maintain that, that presence on, you know, Instagram and, and Facebook and all that. But I think the, these last couple of shows we play, we've had a pretty good turnout. So cool. I think people, the, the word's getting around a little bit. And, yeah. you know, a lot of our friends are, you know, have been going for a long time, are starting to invite their friends, and we're getting more and more new. Like, I, I ask pretty much every show, like, who's the, this is your first time seeing Silent Vice? And I always get, like, a good good applause. So right. we're getting new people every time. So Do you want to shout out your three <laughs> top fans? That yeah. would likely be listening. My mom, his mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so his moms, dude. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend. She's been yeah, she's, big. she's been What's her there name? Uh, VNA. And she kinda helps out. She's too? yeah, she's she's just been there since day one. I right. mean she's been you know, our friend since high school, since we started. So Very I cool. think she's been to like ninety five percent of the shows. So Yeah. It's always good to have a supportive girl, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, you're playing with the band again. Yeah. 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 yeah like, no, she's yeah. all about it. No, we're Front all row. lucky. Yeah. All and our, our moms, too. Our moms are yeah. just... 100%. My mom is just... and parents for probably getting you into it at a young age, too. Buying your first guitar, right? Well, you Likely. forget, too. It's like when we were jamming we were we started when we were 15 so i mean i would i was like the one who had my license and i had this big purple van and i would drive over to alex's place we'd pick pack up all the drums and then go over to keevan's mom's place and you know set up the drums and play there for six hours super loud get the cops called on us twice and you know so they were the ones who actually facilitated us being able to be a band right so you know not only have they like supported us and come to like every show if they can but they were actually like fundamentally like part of it right did you guys play at your high school yeah yep. we did did you yeah. like in the quad or something yep. yeah no yeah. way we totally did they as did silent vice no i think her name is Creus. yeah we time. were we had a weird like Creus. greek name back then <laughs> is that greek yeah i think Creus was like a greek <laughs> what god is it? c-r-e c-r-i-u-s got it there's okay. probably like if you look up Creus on <laughs> youtube you'll find some super super old videos of us Can you yeah. me one of those uh, starbucks drinks dude <laughs> yeah, yeah i got you we're, uh, we're chugging some drinks back here. We're oh, getting yeah. crazy. NFL, uh, you guys want to talk playoffs? Football? I would love to. For those football fans out there. I'm so Skip forward it. two minutes if you don't like football. But, uh, <laughs> dude, I'm a Bills fan. They're playing the Chiefs today, so I'm rooting for the Bills. I, uh, You know, I'm a Patriots fan, so uh, the, mm. that game last week was rough. Hey, let's just stop this conversation. <laughs> yeah. no. But, hey, I, you know, I, How about I didn't Tom expect Brady much. and the Bucks, man? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, I'm used to it at this point. It was rough at first getting used to that, but... I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for, I don't know, like, I just want good games, and, like, that's what playoff football is all about. I just want to watch good games. This will release after the conference championship, so let's call, let's predict the Super Bowl. Okay. I have no idea. So I'm going to say. I hope I'm the only one who's Good right. job, Doug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say Bills and. Ooh, that'd be cool. Who's in the so, NFC? Though, huh? Who's left in the NFC? Oh, Bill. I, th- I think Bills and Bucks, man. I think Bucks, I huh? think honestly I think whoever wins today the two divisional games is, are going to be in the Super Bowl. Oh okay. 
Yeah. And the Bucks today are playing who? The Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rams and the, I, yeah. Whoever, I think whoever wins the, the Bills-Chiefs game is going to the Super Bowl. Are the Rams sure. playing at home? No, it's in Tampa. It's in Tampa? Yeah. Could be a rematch Tampa. last year, huh? I'm calling a rematch. Chiefs-Bucks. Chiefs call. win it this year. Yeah. Who are the underdogs? That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Who are the underdogs? I'd, probably, probably, probably Rams and Bills. The, the Bengals, too. I don't think nobody Bengals, does, I don't the Bengals the are Niners, good. too. The Niners came out of nowhere. What yeah. happened to the Cardinals? They, they just died the they last died. like dead. yeah they they were they, bad they dropped and fell out of the sky they were yeah. like <laughs> they were undefeated for like I don't know the first nine ten weeks of the season and then they just brutal mm-hmm. all right so you're calling the uh, who again uh, Bucks Bills Bills Bucks that'd be cool Brady that'd versus cool. the Bucks one Who's more winning? time <sighs> Brady I don't want to say could you imagine uh, if Brady it's, be Brady. it's, it's really yeah. hard Bucks. Two years it's, in a row, yeah, dude. It's really hard for me to go against him, but I don't know. Just the the way because I watched that that full Bills game and the way they played, I was just like, "Damn, dude, these guys are these yeah. guys are ready to go." So yeah. I, I could I could I could see it going either way. I would go with Brady, though. I mean, I can't. Is there any question that Brady isn't the goat? <clears throat> no. Better than no. Joe Montana for sure, right? Better. Yeah. I don't. I mean, as far as like. Like talent, I don't know, but just as far I mean, as being dude, able to win and seven rings this, now, yeah, I was gonna say it's the stats, He's, right? It's unbelievable. One with the Bucks, like uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. I think that, that is everything. his most impressive Super Bowl was that totally. last yeah. year. The Bucks yeah. weren't that good when they got him, right? They were pretty. Standard. They were they were good. Like they, you know, they were just a quarterback. They were just missing a quarterback, and then they got him, and then yeah, he sure. just. I don't know. Just yeah. I think he gained a lot of respect after that. Yeah, it's like pretty clear that his ability to transform <laughs> a team is like probably better than anything in football that people have ever seen, right? I mean, yeah. I don't really have the knowledge to say that, but right. it sounds like that was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. totally. You're listening to Palapalooza on Fox 5 Sunday. <laughs> Dude, nice having you guys. Uh, yeah. It's a beautiful yeah, winter us, day here in great out. El Cajon. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do a quick rapid fire segment, all right? And then we'll have you guys play your song. Cool. Uh, Ultraviolet Acoustic coming up here shortly. Rapid fire. So uh, quick questions, quick answers. Okay. Best front man of all time. Ooh, that's tough. Man. Probably um, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Chester Bennington for me. But oh, yeah. he's killer, yeah. Yeah. Miss him. But yeah, yeah. Freddie Mercury's. Actually, I want to say another one, too. Um, there's this new metal band called Ginger. J-I-N-J-E-R. And it's this chick singer. and She, she better have red hair. Uh, I don't I don't. <laughs> I mean, she. I don't know if it's not. I think she's got it dyed or whatever. It's <laughs> definitely black. But she's metal, man. She screams. Okay. It's like all the screaming vocals. And she can actually sing. It's pretty cool. I have heard them. Now yeah. that you bring that up, yeah, yeah, they sound like no doubt plus metal plus Lincoln Park. Gnarly, <laughs> no, like gnarly metal. <laughs> Red, best guitar riff of all time. Mainly to Ooh. Doug, but uh, both of you guys can answer this. You know, I've always thought, um, what's the song? You're gonna laugh at me. It's by Aerosmith, though. It's uh, Dream On. No, not Dream On. Yes, that one is that. Is that Walk it? This Way? No, Sweet Emotion. I can't uh, think of the song. I think it might be Sweet Emotion. Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah. I think that's Joe Perry, right? Uh, is that his name? Steve Perry. Steve Perry. No, no, no. That's Joe Perry. No, no, no. Joe Perry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Steve no, Perry's. No. Uh, Steve Perry's journey. <clears throat> yeah. No. Joe Perry's totally Tony underrated. Perry's for Aerosmith. Killer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've always just thought that that riff is just. It's a good one. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't but know. You guys I, know I would Ber- think I would totally if you asked me in five minutes I would have a different answer though. So yeah. You guys know the Bernadette Near riff? No. Have you heard of that? No. no. There's, that, there's that song Bernadette Near. Oh, yeah. 
I know that. that yeah, that what like song a, is that? I learned <laughs> I that once. Know. But now it's called the Bernadette Near. <laughs> Bernadette Near. It's the Bernadette Near riff. Yeah. Anyways. My brother learned that one on bass long. That's a fun riff. That's a cool riff. Is that CKY? Is that who does that song? No, it's not CKY. It's a. Actually, you might be right. I feel like I know that song. I think for me, like. I got to go with some kind of Deftones riff. I really love the yeah. riff in Kim Dracula. Do you know that one? Go. The eight string riff on that? Oh, I if man. I do. I'll insert it though. That opening riff is just killer. Fucking, um, yeah, Deftones have a ton of good riffs, man. Yeah, like we were sure. talking like uh, Around the Fur like, and then Shove It. Shove it. Like, yeah. I, but yeah, when I think That's of Deftones, I always think of Shove It, I for mean, sure. The, and you know what? The, there's a there's a, a riff on. Um, White Pony the song Fetishera or something. Okay. That riff is insane. I don't even know how to make sense of it. It's just like got all these weird harmonics in it all over the place. And it's like, what is this even like? How do you even come up with this? So that one's pretty cool. Sorry, I know these aren't very rapid fire it's responses. Yeah, it's like <laughs> slow burn yeah, responses. Slow burn fire. A slow burn fire. One band on loop on a desert island. Tool. Hmm. Tool never gets old for me. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, man, I'm really a one-trick pony. I think I'm going Deftones just because that's cool. what I listen to. But I also would say Mastodon, and I really like Shiner. We just saw Shiner on Friday night. You only get one. Yeah. <laughs> all, good. all right, then I'm going Shiner. Shiner? Okay. Sure. Worst mishap at a show? Oh, God. I have so many. Yeah? Yeah. Um, when we were kids in high school, we played it on the quad, I broke two strings in the first song. It didn't have a replacement for my guitar, and I was totally screwed. But just by chance, some dude ran out of the crowd and was like, use my guitar, and it was like the same guitar that I had. No way. So he saved the day. At your school, just had a guitar? Yeah, some dude. Oh, was it his school? We had different high schools. Um, <laughs> so I didn't know anybody, and he, he just ran up and like let me use his guitar. And yeah, like saved saving the, the day. That was pretty cool. Um, I mean, I, I'm a serial string breaker. Like whenever I'm playing on like a Les Paul, I don't right. know what it is about those. I just would break strings all the time. You remember that? No shit. I've broken a string in probably over half the shows that we played with a six string guitar. But now, now I'm using hip shot bridges, so the strings don't like right. sit on like a angled right. So they don't. Which is break. why they break, right? Especially on those Les Pauls. Mm -hmm. There's that angle, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That so. G, that dang G. Is it the For G me? and the B? No, dude, it's the low ones. Oh, okay. Like getting a, down a on those. Yeah, huh? I know. I just strum too hard. Yeah. Just it would just uncoil right on that piece and just go boom. angry strummer. I know. <laughs> that's another thing. We were talking about adrenaline with shows earlier, and I was like, that's my thing. I, was, I strum it. too hard right. on stage. You can never strum too hard, bro. Yeah, you can. <laughs> on an A-string, you can, man. It's can you? You, you play and it goes wow. You know, right. so you have to really control it. But gotcha. I mean, that's just me being picky on my own playing. It sounds fine. Sure. Um but yeah, even I mean, any any mishaps? Uh, yeah, you think vocally falling over. Uh, I think for me <laughs> it wasn't alcohol. even. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, I tend to not drink before shows, but um, that's good for the throat, huh? Yeah, it's not not. Although good. you hear like James Hetfield with Melk and Jaeger or something like that's that. That's nuts. Ugh. Yeah. No, I think for me, um, this wasn't even. I, w I was with a different band at the time, but uh, I guess, and I don't really remember it, but people tell me that I <laughs> shouted out a different bar. Than the bar that <laughs> <laughs> that we were at, like I wasn't like <clears throat> I wasn't like, hey, thanks, whatever, right. like wrong bar. I was like, 
Thanks, Petco Park. <laughs> yeah, no. You're at the it, soda bar. It's a little bit worse than this. I remember this story. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was like, hey, let's go. Like, are you guys going to wherever after? Like this. I new- remember that. Yeah, you were like, hey, we're all going to be at Water Bar afterwards. It was like a different bar. So then, yeah, like, and then, the which I don't even remember saying. Oh, I didn't, I, I don't remember it that way, but that's what people tell me. But uh, we got, <laughs> I got, I got that. I know, I was uh, sober, yeah. but okay. I got that band banned from that venue. So, <laughs> but it was a different band, so it's cool. Yeah, really, it's cool now. They yeah. banned you? Yeah, and then I went back and played. Yeah, because hmm. the owner, I guess, was there, and he heard me like shout out a different bar, a uh, like competition kind of thing. Yeah, like that. and then that's kind of which I mean, yeah. So they were like, oh, okay, these guys aren't playing here anymore. But then I went back with Silent Vice, and they didn't re- remember me, so <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> We snuck it back in there. You wore like the mustache and nose and <laughs> yeah. glasses. No, I shaved my head. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you shaved your head. All right. Yeah. If you could wave a magic wand and make one band never exist. Oh my God. Ooh, that's a brutal question. Wow. I know. I don't want to say anything um, bad about bands. Super assholes here on the um, podcast. I'm no. down, though. I'm for it. Something popular that you just can't stand. Yeah. I mean, I feel like every single genre has the good and the bad, no matter what you're into, right? And so I'm somebody who, I even like country music. You know, like, I find all the yeah. good country music that I really like. But actually on that note, I could go away with Luke Bryan. He really, <laughs> really bugs me. So I saw him live at Stagecoach a couple of years ago, and yeah. that was the weirdest like stage presence I never expected. Oh, was from it? Him. Yeah, he's like super insane. Like I don't know if he was like coked out or something. Like, <laughs> like, like wide eyed, like let's go, like swearing a right. lot, and, like taking shots on stage. It was totally different than what I expected. It was Whoa, very crazy. uncomfortable, huh? So that would be my answer, I guess. Uh, I think for me, uh, Volbeat. <laughs> oh, really? I, I can't stand them. Okay. I just their whole thing is so corny to me. But he's got yeah. that weird like share sound to his, his voice. Yeah, his <laughs> voice <laughs> is just <laughs> like. <laughs> well, where, they're they're from like. Where are they from? They're not like American. They Australia have like or something nah. Or they're right? like like Scandinavian or something. Oh, okay. So like yeah. his, his vocal style is just like weird. They sound like they're just trying too hard to be. <laughs> yeah, like well, there's anthem whole, rock. There's that whole like <laughs> era of like metal trying to become popular, which now I think they've kind of figured it out. Have you like listened on Rock 105.3 now? Like some of those songs are like the really new pop metal songs. Like who's doing it? Like Bring Me the Horizon. Right. Those songs rock, man. Pier- like, Pierce the Veil, maybe even. I, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so they've, they've kind of figured out how to make these metal songs like more popular where people actually like them, I think. But there was like this time period where they hadn't figured it out yet. Right. And that's where you get like Shine Down, Volbeat, all those bands. You guys aren't Shine Down fans? I'm like half and half. I mean, I, I like all of it. But... I like them more than Volbeat, so yeah. there's that. Disturbed? I love Disturbed. I used to, I used to really love Disturbed, but I don't know. I can't yeah. do it anymore. Kind of gets old, huh? It, it's yeah. a thing. one trick pony kind of. They have uh, same song syndrome. Same yeah. song syndrome. I like that Phil Collins re- uh, remake. Is it Thousand something? Um, Land of yeah. a Thousand. Um, what was it? Land of Confusion. Yeah, Land of Confusion. Oh, Wait, did, didn't thousand. they do? Um, I thought they did Simon and Garfunkel. Silence. Yeah, Simon, yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. They did that also, which was pretty good. Yeah. I, I like that. I wouldn't flick my magic wand to get rid of Disturbed. No, they're, I wouldn't. They're yeah, fine. Like they're disturbed. okay. Volbeat, though. Volbeat can go, though. <laughs> I'm all set. Reveal something about yourself that most people wouldn't know, like some of your fans, that maybe only your mom would know. <laughs> I really love Pickleball. So oh, Pickleball super sick. What's up? It's a, it's a sp- like a new upcoming sport. It's kind of like tennis and ping pong had a baby. <laughs> oh, okay. But I'm like super, super into pickleball. I'm yeah. like thinking about going pro. So, does it use a tennis ball? No, it's like a little plastic ball. I don't, a lot of PE, like in seventh grade oh, PE, okay. we played it. So, but 
it wasn't. Is it like, like pickle where you have someone in the middle going back? And no, forth not quite. Thing? It's like you you play like ping pong tennis. It's the yeah. same kind of concept. Just like, net like in the middle, you hit the ball over the net. Yeah. It's a wooden oh, paddle with you like know, a I've seen that, like down at the beach. Dude, yeah, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can let it's, it bounce though, mm-hmm. and yep. there's a net, mm-hmm. so you're standing. It's not a table game, right? Yeah, no. it's a, yeah, you're yeah. It's like a like a smaller full, tennis. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Kind of thing. So, if you oh, ever get the cool. chance to play it, totally super do it. Fun. At first, I was like, yeah, yeah it seems kind of dumb, and then like within five minutes, I was like full into it. Yeah, it's super fun. Right on. Yeah, I think something funny for our band that I've always thought was really funny is that me and Alex are accountants. Oh yeah, super funny. I, I just always um, think that's you pretty and Alex. Funny. Okay, it's, it's really funny. Yeah, so me that's and hilarious, dude. And then, so you guys are the richest <laughs> band in San Diego. Probably, no, <laughs> not even. But do you I, apply that knowledge to the band at um, all? No, I mean, like in certain you're respect, like, yeah, if we were making money, I would. <laughs> yeah, I think um, we've. I mean, we've definitely done our best to like acquire gear at like good prices. Yeah, yeah that's like standard. Though. I don't frugal. Think. Yeah, are you I frugal. Mean, I'm not. Oh, you should not? be as an accountant. I I should be. But I don't know, like I a very left and right brained, right? Sure. You know, I got the You're playing an eight string, bro. I, I know. Mean, it says it all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that wacko. But I don't know, I think that's always kind of funny. But yeah, we we try to like take advantage of like like what we what did we do? We bought like a bunch of nice gear from Sweetwater and got the financing deal and then looped it into our rent that we pay for our studio. And there you then, go. So Low interest rate over there at Sweetwater. Rate. <laughs> oh, why wouldn't you do that then? Yeah. yeah, that is smart. Yeah, shout out to my my guy Ryan Leonard's at Sweetwater. He's actually all of our our Sweetwater guy. That is a pretty good shout out, man. Yeah, yeah. zero interest for sure. Yeah, you get the, you just get the credit card, man. So then zero interest. That's how I bought my oh, tailor, no. man. Oh, you're getting our listeners into trouble now. I dude. know. This is an including ad myself. For yeah, we're just turning it's just into too ads. Easy. Yeah. yeah, you want a five hundred dollar guitar? Just buy it. You paid five bucks a month. You know, literally, right? That's kind of what you did, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's about ten bucks a month, kind of thing. What is it? Well, whatever. Eleven hundred divided by forty-eight for a hundred years now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> four years. For four, no yeah, four years. Yeah. And you can make early payments on it, right? I would you assume, could, or you yeah. pay it off. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. Sweet, dude. Uh, Keevan, I was going to ask what you do for a living, but I know I ran into you up in what was that, Escondido? Uh, Carmel uh, Mountain. Carmel Mountain. Yeah. yeah, I don't know those areas. Yeah, it's. I only know Elk North. I never leave here, dude. <laughs> Northish County. But yeah, shout out your work. What's uh, that place called? Yeah, I work at Best Pizza and Brew. I'm a manager slash the beer buyer at, at our restaurant. So yeah, I've been working there for a couple years now. It's a good gig, right? Right by my house. So that was a cool surprise, man. And yeah. super good pizza. Like no, no yeah, shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out I to had Best a pizza. second slice of the what was it? What did that I get? buffalo chicken, man. Oh, dude, it's the best. That's bomb. the best. I want that now. Yeah. We're going to be watching some football today. So. Yep. Yeah, right. Drive they need power. to open one down here for you yeah, guys. Yeah, that'd be yeah. dope. Yeah. Is that the only one in San Diego? No. Nah, there's five now. Best pizza and brew. The, the, yeah, the most cool. south one is Mira Mesa, so you got cool. a ways to go. Cool. Yeah. Nice chat with you guys. Yes, uh, Silent Vice, Keevan. I can't look at your name and, and pronounce it. Keevan. Yeah, just I think Steven say- with a K. You know, that's, what, that's, okay. what, I, that's what I tell people. Keevan. Yeah. yeah. Keevan and Doug. Uh, yeah. what, what's coming up? What do you guys, what, what's say the five year goal for Silent Vice? Ooh, five year goal. I love that. Um, so, right now, short term, new single, probably out by the time this plays, right? I think yeah. we talked about It'll drop um, in about 10 days. And what's the name of that song? Secrets. Cool. Could be Secrets slash Oh, it's a Beyond secret you can't tell anyone? No, no, no. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Secrets yeah, it's coming called, soon. It's called Secrets. secrets song. I like um, it. Cool. Yeah, so that's that's a fun song. And then we've got a whole 10-song album that we're trying to finish. We're almost done. Um, okay, so yeah, so I'm the album hasn't dropped. Because has you not. made reference to that, and I didn't think that you had one out. Not no, quite we're yet. still working cool. on it. We're almost done. It's like It's all recorded. It's all pretty much mixed at this point. Will Secrets be on it? Yes, it will. So it's like a tease. 
pretty much yeah it's control and you will also be on it okay cool so it's those are just our singles we've just been trying to release songs that people people can hear it you know content baby yeah exactly that's the kind of the way to do it right right because people's attention span i feel like is so uh short and limited well uh, a single is good you know it, it. i don't know if it's even just you know people's attention span but mm-hmm. in reality if you drop a few singles then it's like you're getting people constantly like looking at your band looking at the page right. listening to music totally you know so it's like would you have more would you rather have more releases or less releases right so we yeah. just say more so anyways we've been dropping stuff just because we want to get it out there and yeah. you know we do all the mixing and mastering well not mastering mixing ourselves so like we mentioned with alex so it, it, it is time consuming and, and i'm sure there are a lot of local musicians who listen to this podcast they're all thinking the same thing yeah doing it yourself it's a little bit cheaper but it's a lot more work absolutely so, um, but it is a lot of fun you know yeah. so there's like the pro and con to that but we're almost done with that uh, so that's, sh- I think we should be done and released by summer. I think that's pretty fair to say. Um, hopefully before that, but hopefully we'll see. It's um, a process, isn't it? It is. It really I is. always like think of a release date and then I add like three months. Yeah, yeah. Even for you us, know? it's like more than that. We were I thinking, started. yeah, we were thinking like early uh, fall of last year was going to yeah. be when we were done and then moved yeah. to winter. And now it's, you know, yeah. it's, yeah, yeah. this one will have taken us about a year and a half to get through. Which is, I feel like, actually faster than we've ever done it. So, yeah, and it's ten crazy. songs. I mean, you, Ultraviolet took it. It was six songs. Six, five songs, five songs, and it took us like two years. So we wow. doubled the songs and did it in less time. So I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. Um, but five year plan. I think, I think we're just gonna keep putting out music. Um, we're already starting to work on some new stuff. But I think we're gonna kind of move to like, kind of like what you guys are doing, like the four, three, four song EPs. Yeah. So release more stuff. Just get it out there. Um, mm-hmm. You know. And right now we're, we're just refining our recording techniques. So when you do a whole 10 song album, you kind of like lock in those 10 songs with the same techniques. Right. Right. So, but if you're doing shorter bursts, you can kind of do three, four songs. Like, okay, sounds great. Change it up. A little learn, bit. learn a little bit from it. Do it again, do it again. And we're kind of hoping we can kind of progress the recording quality right. through that. Um, but yeah, I think we're just going to keep releasing stuff, keep playing and yeah, play bigger shows. I think and, for yeah, me, that's a huge know. goal. I just, yeah. I want to start playing, you know, like, bigger shows with bigger bands and Absolutely. more people and Keep more money chin, hopefully be yeah. that squeaky yeah. wheel I know yeah. I, I shoot her a line every once in a while but I hate to be that squeaky wheel but sometimes that's that's what it takes yeah yeah. you know well I mean every time that we've done a show at Brick it's been a blast totally. for those like national acts and um, you know it's always been fun we do our best selling tickets and everybody wins and yeah. and it's always really fun too I mean we love playing at Brick because we sound so good there I mean right. you've seen us live like Alex He's playing with baseball bats on his drum. He's got a hammered, <laughs> hammered brass snare. Like that day right. that we played at the Moreau together, yeah. I remember talking to the sound guy at one point and being like, are we sounding okay? And he's like, yeah, but you know, our drummer was hitting his, or your drummer was hitting his snare so hard, I just turned the mic off. <laughs> he's like, yeah, we're not going to need that. <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah. That was probably uh, Shiloh. Was that Shiloh over there? At I, the I forget. Was that who it was? Yeah, he moved, um, but yeah. Yeah, nice guy. Uh, Crazy. But yeah, at Brick, the, yeah. uh, you know, the sound is... I mean, we can play loud there, so, Mm -hmm. you know, it works. We usually end up sounding really good there, so. Cool. But yeah, man. Sorry, I know we're just rambling. No, you're good. Any shows on the calendar? Any shows booked? Just, uh, there's the one at BNS on February 5th. We're working on getting some stuff in March, April, down the line, but. Is that a um, Sunday? Uh, it's a Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. cool. Yeah, so it's gonna be a good come one. Come on out, yeah. yeah. Is that outside there at BNS, or they put no, you they inside? No, they have an indoor stage there. Right. It's okay. Pretty, I didn't pretty know good size. With COVID and everything. I have seen a band there, but yeah, we yeah. saw uh, we saw the band that we're actually playing with. We saw them there like a month ago or two months ago, and oh, it cool. was inside. Yeah. Know, pretty casual. But you got yeah. the big tanks right behind you, right? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It was a, it's a cool. It's definitely a really cool venue. 
Like, yeah, it is cool. Yeah, so. very like patriotic vibes still there. Yeah, right? big American flag yep. behind the stage. So. I think originally they were owned by military. Uh, a couple of guys that were seals. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know anymore though. But yeah, well, very sense. cool. Yeah. Coming yeah. up February fifth, BNS. New 5th. tunes coming soon. Secrets coming soon. Yeah. Music out now. Uh, we're gonna perform Ultraviolet, right? That's Acoustic. Right. And a- the first. Acoustic, <laughs> yeah, right. Actually, Performance by Sound Advisor now. Joy, it is the first time we've ever released anything acoustic. Yeah, content. Because content, we don't baby. know how to do it, but it's gonna be awesome. Nah, it'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Coming up next, acoustic. If you're listening, watch it on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Plotblues Unplugged. We'll have some video on there. Uh, stoked to hear it. Let's okay. do it. Right yeah, let's do it, brother. This episode of Palapalooza is brought to you by Top 40 Guitars and Santee. They sell all the big brands, including Marshall, Fender, PRS, Charvel, and Ernie Ball. They also do amp and guitar repairs with full setups for only $49. Top 40 Guitars is located right down the street from Palapalooza at 8774 Cuyamaca Street, Suite B. Learn more at top40guitars.com. What's up, guys? We're Silent Vice, and this is Ultraviolet. Pouring out in a sea of light You and I are ultraviolet Synchronized to the rhythm of the night Caught our eyes this broken
Tell me how does it feel To be lost in the moonlight If I knew this patience Would bring me closer to you I'd sit here in silence But since you're so hard to place When light burns out I'll keep you warm until the morning comes When time runs out I'll leave you wanting when the Palapalooza, we're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. 